And what is up with it, Panther Nation? This is Daniel Stackhouse. I'm here with the fourth episode of Panther Nation Radio. Today, I'm gonna take a break from my whole rambling about Panther sports stuff, and we are gonna be talk. We're gonna be doing a bunch of student athlete interviews. I have six athletes on deck today, and you're gonna hear from every single one of them. Six different sports, six different perspectives. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And here we go with our first guest. My first guest today is a member of the baseball team, a pitcher in a Georgia Southern baseball commit, senior Declan Dunn. How's it going today, Declan? Good, how are you? Doing pretty good today. So, uh, before we get in, let's just tell us a little about yourself real fast. Um, I've played baseball my whole life and uh, been in the program here for five years, and I'm going to play at Georgia Southern after this. How do you think, or how did, with the pandemic cutting your junior season short, how did your routine, your, your routine of practice and improving change from junior year to senior year? Um, well, with the pandemic, when I started, it made me have to do a lot more on my own. Um, not as much team practice and everything, and more everything on your own, and uh, holding yourself accountable to work every day, because if you don't, you'll fall behind. How do you think the flow of the season kind of went from the beginning, from the beginning to the end? Um, I mean, we got off to a hot start. Uh, first couple games looked really good. And then we uh, definitely slowed down in the middle, had a rough season. And uh, we're dropping games we shouldn't have lost and playing really bad against teams that we should beat. And uh, not winning in certain games as much as we should. But uh, towards the end, we definitely picked it back up. Winning the region championship was huge. And uh, able to sweep our last time through the region was also a big, big win for us. I talked about it a little bit before. Uh, Eli Jones had uh, isn't pitching the rest of the year. He's had, he's got Tommy John surgery, and that ended up changing the bullpen a lot. How did how do you think that ended up affecting things for you? Um, I think for all of us, it uh, it hurts us as a team because he's a, such a huge part of our rotation. But um, we've had a lot of guys step up and uh, fill those shoes. Che has been a huge huge help for that this year. How do you think your pitching has developed and improved over the past year? Um, I definitely have more command over all my off-speed. Velo's gone up and everything. So just all around, able to do what I want more often and more effectively. How important is that that you, you, get, that, you get to develop those aspects of your game going into the playoffs? Um, it's huge because, I mean, every team can hit a fastball. And especially if you can't throw it where you want to, you're going to get beat. So, I mean, going forward, every team that we play is going to be really good. And uh, all our pitchers need to have all their stuff going for every single one of these games. You guys actually had a really tough region with Harris County, Northside, McIntosh, Whitewater, and even North Northgate. Some. Do you think how how did those region matchups prepare you for the playoffs? Uh, they definitely helped a lot because going into this, we've played nothing but good teams, and uh, our first round of playoffs is actually the easiest game we've played all year. So I feel like that helps a lot with us preparing for later rounds, in hopes of uh, making a state championship run. What does it mean to get that? You because Tri Cities wasn't that hard of an opponent. Let's be honest. But what does it mean to get that kind of reprieve right before you go up, right before you went up against Coffee, and with a potentially even tougher roadmap? Um, it's definitely nice to get a good win under your belt, two games, get it over with, and especially when you can win in that fashion, it just makes everyone a lot more confident and they'll play a lot looser. Mm. You said at the beginning you got a you signed with Georgia Southern to to pitch at pitch at Georgia Southern. So, what was it? What is it like for you to be able to continue playing baseball at the D one level? 
Oh, it's awesome. It means everything to me. It's my dream since I was a little kid. So I always wanted to play college baseball, and then it was always I wanted to play Division One baseball. And uh, when I was approached with a couple offers, it really George Southern was the clear choice for me. I'm super excited about it. And my final question is: with second with with playoffs heating up, what is some what is one some of the major things going up going through your mind? Um, we just gotta keep playing our own game. If we're gonna lose, it's gonna be because we beat ourselves. And uh, none of us are ready to let that happen, so we're going to go make a run at it. Thanks for your time, Declan. The baseball team played coffee in games one and two yesterday. We will have more results on that in the next episode of Panther Nation Radio. My next guest is a captain of the soccer team. He's a midfield and a signee for the University of Alabama Birmingham. Welcome to senior Austin Morris. How are you doing today, Austin? I'm good, man. How are you? Before we begin, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um... I've been playing soccer pretty much my whole life. Uh, played high school sophomore year last year, but it got cut short, obviously. And then this year, um, like you said, I'm going to UAB to play soccer. Um, yeah. So I asked Declan a bit about this too, and I'll continue the trend with you. How, when the pandemic got cut short, how did practice and improving change for you? the pandemic well when when the pandemic ended school and everything we were just getting out of practice and at the time it was like no school the next day or the next week or something so we were all pretty excited we were like oh no school but then it started to turn into like when are we going to go back and that's when it was like dang we're not going to go back so practice ended for high school practice ended for club and like you really had to train on your own, which was kind of hard to do because fields were closed and everything. And I just remember like I was out of shape. Um, my touch, my footwork, it was all bad. Like when I got back, like I, at the time I hadn't committed yet. And so when the fields were open again and I got back, I was like, this is bad. Like I'm not gonna be able to play in college. Like I'm so out of shape, but it worked itself out. But yeah, it was scary for a little bit. Was it surprising when you and the team got off to a really hot start in the first few weeks of the year? Honestly, I'm going to say yes, because I did not think that we would be as good as we are. Um, you know Brooklyn? Yeah. He was, like, uh, preseason, he was talking about we're winning state, we're winning state. I was like, I don't know, because we lost, um, we only lost two, three seniors last year. I think that's right. Um, and I didn't know who was going to step up and replace those guys, so I just wasn't sure. But, yeah, it was surprising. What was it like, you know, can, not only having the the hot start, but continuing to roll with that through the season? It was exciting. Um, after the McIntosh game, something like 18-0-1 or something like that, Coach starts talking about we have chances to break records, and that just – sends chills down your back, like, to have your name in history like that. So, yeah, this is exciting. So, let's talk about consistency for a second, especially in the midfield. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of responsibilities going on with, mm-hmm. you know, being able to transition and being able to stop being able to cause turnovers and get and open some opportunities for goals. What is that like for you to be able to reach that consistency? Well, for me, I play center back, actually. So oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. I you're, you're a midfielder. No, no, but Keenan's in the midfield, and he, he's real good at that. Um, transitioning, getting the ball from me and the other defensive guys, and then 
um, working his way up the field to someone like Jake or Brooklyn to put the goal in. Um, yeah, they've been really consistent this year. He was out for a little bit with mono, and then we had um, we had to change our system a little bit to fit the guys that were going to replace him. But yeah, all of our midfielders are good. I would take our our midfield three against any others. Let me pivot because you did say you're a center back. I'm sorry for making no, that mistake. Yeah, yeah, what is it like? What was it like for you to be able to have a dominantly consistent defensive pa- defensive power? Um, it's a good time. It's really fun because I've really never. This is not a shot at any of the other guys that I played with in the past, but the center back that I'm with this year, Mason. He's a freshman. He's probably the best center back that I've played with. Um, so. For us to be able to go out each game and and have consistent shutouts and just keep other teams to zero goals, it's it's really fun for me. It's like a it's like a personal goal. Like when I walk out on the field, of course I want to win, but it's like for me, I know that me and the other three guys back there with me and Andrew did a good job if we keep the other team to no goals. And what I want to leave off is is you guys have gone you guys have gone to Johnson yesterday and. What does it mean to play with this, t- even though you're going to college next year, what does mm. it mean to have been been able to play with this team? These guys are my brothers at this point. We hang out so much outside of soccer too. Um, yeah, everybody's good guys. It's We have a lot of fun, super nice. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun playing here at Stars Mill. I'm going to miss it. Thank you for your time, man. The boys team played Johnson in Johnson, the Elite Eight, yesterday. We will have more details on that in the next episode of Panther Nation Radio. My next guest is the captain of the boys lacrosse team, an attacker and a signee for the Virginia Military Institute, Senior Luke Restorucci. How are you doing today, Luke? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So first, just tell us a little about yourself. So I'm a senior here at Stars Mill, and I'm also a captain of the lacrosse team. And I've been in the program for four years. And, you know, we're at a situation in the playoffs, and I'm looking to step up and be a leader on the team. So let's, let's rewind it back to when the, se- when the season ended and the se- season began. Mm-hmm. You, had, you had some pieces like uh, uh, Cameron Hurd, Brock Marin, some of those guys. They left at, because, mm-hmm. of, because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. How did things change, and how did roles have to, have to shift? So we went from a pretty senior-heavy squad to a lot of guys that are younger and you know haven't played the roles that we've asked them to this season. So I think just getting them to step up and play their role, and I think just get everything together. You know, because obviously the pandemic, that we were having a great season, and to just cut it short like that really blindsided us in a way. But as soon as we picked up this next season and really got going, I think that's when we're hitting our stride right now at the perfect time. There's a little, uh, coach talked about a little, a little bit to y'all yesterday. Uh, you, uh, the beginning, the beginning of the season was really you, you and fellow captain Gabe Lopez mm-hmm. carrying a lot of the production, but as the season progressed, and especially as we saw last, last night or right. two nights ago, that it was really the entire team. How did that come about? How did you, how did you guys get the rest of the team to buy in? So I think just obviously showing up to practice every day, you know, grinding through the stuff. I think, uh, me and Gabe being older senior leaders out there, especially on the offensive side of the field, I think it was to be expected because obviously with the asking them to be in different roles, the younger kids, it's going to take some time to get used to it. And, you know, since obviously this is the first time some of these guys have played together on the field, not only on varsity, but just, you know, on the same side of the field. So I think 
just getting them to buy in really, you know, progress them over the season. And I think that, you know, I think it's perfect because obviously, you know, it's a team sport. There's 10 guys on the field and you can't have just two guys doing the whole thing. So I think just really when it coming together and obviously it showed last night when everybody was clicking and everything was going great. That's why we really came up with a, a great dub. So I think... You know, that's what I have to say about it. And you mentioned it two nights ago when we when you guys played very well against Kings Ridge. Mm-hmm. What was it like to see everything click like that? I think it was great because especially after you know a little bit towards the first quarter, it was, it was getting a little worried. But I think once everybody started clicking and we really started getting uh, great defensive production and a lot of possessions on the offensive side of the field. I think that's when we're at our best. And I think just the intensity that we brought that game and uh, everything from the coaching to just the players buying in was the formula for success that night. I asked you this two nights ago, um, and you had a little bit to think about it as well. You guys are playing against Kings, not Kings Ridge, you guys are playing against Greater Land Christian in the mm-hmm. jungle to- tomorrow. So what's going through your mind when you go going against this really big matchup? So what we know so far, they might be a little bit on the defensive side, you know, stronger. And that's going to be a challenge, obviously. I mean, there's a great team, and obviously they've made it this far in the playoffs, so every team's going to be good from here. But I think that if we just come in, we'll watch, a, we'll watch some film of them today, and I think really just executing what we've learned about them and really just executing what we know to do against them, I think is going to come into play and if we could do that stay composed then I think we'll be really good against them so thank you for stopping by Luke yeah no problem the boys across team will be playing against Greater Atlanta Christian at Panther Stadium tomorrow at six o'clock if you're in the area go ahead and check it out when we come back we'll be talking to girls soccer captain Mary Jane Gagliano girls across mid and attacker Jacqueline Broderick and track pole vaulter senior Joey Sokowski so stay with us after these messages The Prowler would like to thank the following sponsors for their continued support of student journalism at Stars Mill High School. Tim Monahan and Farmers Insurance, Mahaffey Orthodontics, Pinewood Inspections, Advanced Physical Therapy, and Search America. Welcome back to the Panther Nation Radio. My next guest today is the captain of the girls soccer team. With me right now is center back senior Mary Jane Gagliano. So how are you doing today, Mary Jane? I'm good. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, uh, like you said, I'm Mary Jane Gagliano, uh, the captain of the girls' soccer team. Um, what about me? Um, I, I'm pretty fun. Um, I've played soccer for 15 years. I've been with the Stars Mill soccer program for five years because I played as an eighth grader. And yeah, we're chilling. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start this off like everybody else, like I did with everybody else. Uh, coming off the COVID pandemic with a bunch of seniors being gone, including Chloe Spradlin and Quinn, no- Quinn Nowicki, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that like having to shift the lineup around? Well, um, coming off, like, Corona cut our season, like, so we didn't get to finish our season. And we had a lot of, men- a lot of momentum last year, so it really stinks that that had to end the way that it did. But um, w- the positions that were left from Chloe, Quinn, Kaylee Ward... Um, they were, we lost two outside backs and those two positions were very difficult to fill. We have a freshman, Kaylee McCoy, that filled one of them. And then we actually pushed 
Sasha Stanfill from midfield to outside back. So that was a fun little twist there. There was one point in the season where we were playing with three in the back instead of four in the back. Also very interesting. We love when that happens, but um, that's actually my favorite formation. But uh, we're back to four in the back right now. So, yeah, it's definitely interesting. We have players in places that they've never played before, like Riley Munoz. She's playing center back with me right now, and she has never played center back up until this season. So <laughs> we're vibing, yeah. So we talked about it a little bit throughout the season. Uh, it looks like it seems like that throughout the throughout the year, it's gone the being able to pre, pre, make sure the line, make sure the back line has been been consistent. It's been up, getting better and better throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So as the as the main center back, what has it been like throughout the year trying to trying to keep a consistent defense? Well, um, throughout the season, we have had a um, ever changing uh, defense. I have been the only player that has started in the back line and now currently on the back line, uh, which is definitely different. Um, I've, that's the, a first for me. I've never not had a consistent defense, but um, I definitely think the people that have come in and filled in have done well and have um, become accustomed to those positions. And um, I think we're pretty strong defensively, and I think um, we're pretty solid and – if teams want to come through us, they have to fight. So, yeah. Speaking of which, you guys are going to be playing Grady today and either Northgate or Blessed Tr or potentially Northgate or Blessed Trinity. So what's your mentality as a senior? What's your mentality heading into this next game in this, in this final playoff run of yours? Well, um, it's definitely going to be a challenge. And we've already uh, figured out who their strong players are going to be. And just addressing those players, which is one of their outside forwards and one of their midfielders, we need to know. We, we know that we have to pick up on them, like specifically. And then we know as a team that we work well together. And if we capitalize on what we're good at and what they're bad at, that we can succeed and move on and do and accomplish everything that we worked for. And yeah, yeah. Good luck, to, good luck today. And the girls, like I said, the girls will be playing Grady at Grady today at 6 o'clock. Am I right about that? 6.30. At 6.30. So if you're in the Atlanta area, go ahead and check them out. My next guest is a midfielder on the girls' across team. With me right now is senior Jacqueline Broderick. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So before we start, give us some little, a little information about yourself. Um, I'm a senior at Stars Mill. I play midfield, and I've been playing lacrosse since about fourth grade, and I love it. As I've, I've talked about everybody else, and as see, as it's been kind of a trend, mm -hmm. uh, the line the lineup kind of shifted from last year because when the season got cut short to the way it is this year. So, how did y'all originally work around that? Yeah, so last year we did a lot of team building, and we had great chemistry on the field and off the field, and that was one way that we really bonded. And this year it's been kind of different, adjusting to that because we can't get together in big groups. So it's been a struggle in the beginning of the year, just trying to get everyone to know each other and stuff like that. But I think that right now we've been doing a lot better with it. With, and something that's kind of been something, I talked about it with Miss Lehman last week, or Coach Lehman, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's kind of a mix of senior and junior leadership. What has that been like for you? 
Um, yeah, so it was hard adjusting to be senior role because our team is mostly made up of upperclassmen. So there are a lot of us. We think we have about nine seniors this year. And it will be weird for them next year just because that is like a big chunk of our team and adjusting to that. But it's been a lot better. We've had a lot of people step up and play good roles in that. How unique is this team demographic, this, the demographic of this team and its leadership and how it's translated onto the field? Um, it's actually really um, unique because we have a lot of people that aren't necessarily lacrosse players, but they play other sports and they're athletic people, so we've gotten them to play lacrosse and it's been a lot of help because they're super fast. We have a really fast team and everything, but they've also taken skills that they've learned from other coaching and other sports and brought it to lacrosse to really build leadership on our team. We've seen that throughout the season, especially in the playoffs. So. Tell me for you as a midfielder, and you've had some pretty good performances, especially the past few weeks, how it's been to uh, to garner all this momentum and even as a midfielder be able to mm-hmm. facilitate successfully a lot of the action. Yeah, it's a lot of running for sure, and you do get tired during the games, but you just have to remember that like we're playing to win a state championship, and that's our goal, and it has been for the entire year, and you don't want to let down your teammates or the other seniors on the team because this is their last year. And we, I, my sophomore year, we did win, and it was a great feeling and everything, and I want that for the other underclassmen and juniors on our team. You guys had a big win against Fellowship Christian a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. So when you guys prepared to play in your, sec, in your Elite Eight game next, or tomorrow, what is, what is going through your mind? Um, kind of... We have to all work together again. We played really good as a team, like as a whole on Monday whenever we played. And in the first half, it was kind of slow, but we really picked up momentum in the second half, which gave us a huge lead over them. And kind of having that mindset again and knowing that everything can change because even in that game, we had a lot of lightning delays and everything. So it was a really weird game and it was super long. But just knowing that if you work hard, you can win. So we're all just trying to come together for the game tomorrow. Thank you for your time. Thank you. The girls crossing will be playing on Friday. Uh, the opponent is to be determined. They'll be playing right after the boys cross game. If you're at Panther Stadium, please check them out if you can. My final guest today is a member of the track team. He's a pole vaulter and a marine pulley. Please welcome the senior Joey Silkowski. How are you doing today, Joey? I'm doing great. How about you, Mr. Stackhouse? I'm doing good. Before we start, tell us a little about yourself. Well, I am an 18-year-old going into the Marines. Uh, can't wait to finish high school. Uh, really, I'm really done with it, you know, senioritis really kicking in, but only thing that kept me from uh, dropping out and giving me my GED was pole vaulting, because it's at the end of the school year, and so I wanted to pole vault my senior year, because it's fun. It hurts, but it's fun. So that's, so I guess that's why you like pole vaulting then. So what has it been like, uh, what does it like start, where did you start with pole vaulting this year? This year, um, I started coming out of wrestling with just having to play a little bit of catch up because you know there was uh the we were already started the season by the time I got out of wrestling and so I had to get back into the swing of things you know uh get back into the motion of doing pole vaulting just remembering like how to do it and like just starting again you know just like quickly in a nutshell just kind of tell me like how the whole flow of the season was for you uh, it's been pretty fast. I'm not going to lie. It feels like just yesterday that I got out of wrestling and started pole vaulting. 
I mean, it's it's just been going by fast. Like sectionals is already here, and then state is next week. It's coming by. It's coming and going, and it's bittersweet because you know I I want to keep full vaulting, but you know I also want to be done with high school. So there, it's there's a bittersweetness to it. Tell me, how would a region go for you? Uh, region went as expected. I made it onto sectionals, but I was a little injured at the time of region, and so I just got fourth place, which I would have liked to have gotten higher, but our region is quite loaded this year. Like, the top four that made it from region, our region, is probably going to be the top four at state. And I'm hoping to uh, change my placement from fourth to first or, you know, better. So, what is, so, go, tell me about that a little more. This is your senior year. What, like, how, how how hyped are you for sectionals and hopefully beyond? I'm excited. I'm ready. Like, I've been, this past week, it's just been rain. And so we haven't been able to practice in a, little, in a quick second. And so it's, it, I just want to, I just want to pull vault. And, you know, I'm not too worried about it because, like I said, our region was stacked. And I should be able to get by on what I did at region. But I want to do better. But uh, I'm not too worried about sectionals. Sectionals is just another track meet that I have to go to. Uh, it's more that I got to worry about stake. I just I know that usually I usually try and take one step at a time. But I'm not too worried about sectionals, and so I'm looking more past it, which I probably shouldn't be. Thank you for your time, Joey. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with all of the latest events on Panther Nation Radio Episode 5. Thank you for listening today, and have a great day.